Hello and welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. This is the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. And I am so grateful that you're listening to me right now because I've got some great things to share with you today. We're going through accounting and we're going to talk about this principle today that I haven't really talked about in detail yet, but it's an important concept because you're going to see it on the balance sheets of companies that you're looking at. So it's important to understand it. And this is the concept of goodwill. And today's question is this, what is goodwill impairment and what causes it? What is goodwill impairment and what causes it? Well, before we can really even answer this question, we have to know fundamentally what goodwill is. So what is goodwill? Well, goodwill, it's an intangible asset. It's a type of asset that you'll see on the balance sheet. And what it represents is the financial value of an asset above what is considered fair value as part of a transaction. So let me tell you this in another way. When one company buys another, it doesn't usually pay just the book value or the current market capitalization of that target company. It usually pays more. And this kind of ties in with our other concept we've been talking about in the valuation section of this podcast of precedent transactions. We know that companies pay a control premium for other businesses, um, but there's other things that a company would want to pay for other than just the raw assets that can be measured very easily. They may want some other things that give them a competitive advantage. Maybe there's a special type of technology, some kinds of patents or intellectual property or some kind of trademark that could lead a company to want to pay more than, um, than it would otherwise if those things were not there. So goodwill is kind of this way of accounting for these additional intangible things and that's what goodwill is. So licensing agreements, a company's brand name, intellectual property, those kinds of things can be reflected in the goodwill of a company. And just to bring this to you with an example, I mean, think about the company of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, they sell all sorts of beverages. They account for 3% of all of the liquid consumed on planet Earth including tap water, like they're this huge company. Well, we know that the bottling plants, the ones that the company owns, the the syrup, the raw ingredients, those are all assets on the company's balance sheet, right? But how much is the Coca-Cola name worth? How much is that brand, that logo on the side of a bottle or on the side of a box that you see at the store? How much is that worth? That's a little bit of a harder question to answer, right? But we know it's worth something. (laughs) So that is kind of where this concept of goodwill comes in. And now that we understand a little bit about that, we can answer the question. So how does goodwill impairment happen? And, And what causes it? Well, when goodwill is impaired, it means that the value of what was recorded on the books previously no longer holds up. And so that means that it has to be revised downward. So think about it like this. Here's another example. Let's say that you bought a company, that that company owned the rights to a famous song. 
and the company receives royalty income from it. So then say that five years later, the artist who recorded that song gets involved in some kind of scandal and all of a sudden their music doesn't get any streams. Well, that would materially affect the royalties that the company would receive, right? And therefore, the value of the intellectual property of the business. And that's embedded within the goodwill on this company's balance sheet. You following me? So then the goodwill would have to be revised downward as a result because, hey, we're not getting any income from this song anymore. So goodwill can be revised because essentially someone recognizes that the intangible asset isn't worth as much as it was recorded as in the past. So this can happen in a couple different ways. This can happen when a company buys another company and then does a reassessment of the goodwill on that company's balance sheet, like the example that I just gave. And then another example is that it could happen when a company discontinues part of its operations and has to impair the associated goodwill. So let's say there, there's a conglomerate type of business and it owns a sporting goods store and a software company. And they're both part of this larger company. Well, let's say the sporting goods portion is going to be discontinued because it's not performing that well. But the sporting goods subsidiary, we'll call it, on its balance sheet as a subsidiary, it has goodwill related to its brand name. Well, when the bigger company discontinues the operations of the sporting goods subsidiary, it has to write off the value of that goodwill for the brand name of that subsidiary. And so that's another reason why goodwill might be impaired. So we have this reassessing of the goodwill value during a transaction, during an acquisition. And then we also have this impairment of goodwill in the case of a part of a business being discontinued. Those are the scenarios that we can think of when we think of goodwill impairments. Okay, so that's what I got for you today on Investment Banking Insights. Again, my name is Alex Mason, and I'm your host, and I'm so grateful that you listen to this show. If you're enjoying the show, please rate and review it on whatever platform you're listening to. I deeply appreciate it, and I will see you on the next one.